I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Global Pillage, the comedy panel show in which we scrounge from the glory that is global diversity and make laughs from the least known wonders of the world. Now to some of the best known wonders in the world, please welcome today's comedians! <laughs> On my left, playing for Elisica, Alison Spittle and Jessica Fosterkew. <laughs> On my right, playing for same page, it's Tez Elias and Kima Bob. Yeah! yeah. Um, so, panellists, what makes you diverse? Jessica Foster-Q. I like kissing girls. <laughs> Do you? <laughs> You've yeah. never kissed me. Once we did. Oh, did we? Yeah, I've forgotten. forgotten. I'm heartbroken. <laughs> when, did we, when did we kiss? When we recorded my podcast, it was a callback. At the very beginning of the podcast. Oh, I mean, I Jessica, Jessica Fosterkew's famous callback at the beginning of the podcast. No, callback to a joke made in 1978. You have to stop me. <laughs> at the beginning of the podcast, I have a podcast about eating, which sounds like I'm just doing this whole story just to plug that. I am. It's called Hoovering. Listen. Um, no, it's uh, called it's, Hoovering it's and you have eating. to snog her. Deborah, Deborah's my guest in the first ever episode. And at the beginning of our conversation, Deborah said, well, I mean, if you're going to do a podcast about kissing, of course I'll do it. And I was like, Debs, it's about eating. And you were like, oh, I misspoke. And so as a callback to that, at the end... We did kiss. Did we? I mean, not like a... But, <laughs> uh, you know, a peck. And my fucking recorder had broken through oh. the whole thing. So it's not even in... It's, I've got That's no proof. That's why I don't remember it. That's why I've I don't remember no it. Yeah. Oh, because yeah. it did... And uh, 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 Jessica... Fo- no. I was going <laughs> You are Jessica Foster. Alison Spittle. Sorry, I'm a bit jet-lagged. 
but that will not impact the quality of your experience. <laughs> it just means occasionally I'll be sort of verbally dyslexic. Um, that's my diversity. <laughs> jet, jet, di verbal dyslexia due to jet lag. If anyone else here has got it, I'll, I'll be amazed. First world diversity of everyone. <laughs> Yeah, guys, I'm pretty diverse. I'm just throwing back from L.A. Oh. <laughs> some of the words are coming out wrong. <laughs> Probably because I've been hanging out with some big names, and you know. If you're listening at home, that's Ned Sedgwick on sarcasm. <laughs> Alison Spittle. Yes. You diverse. Well, I've just moved to Camden, and they have a little section in Sainsbury's dedicated to the food of my country, which is <laughs> Ireland. And uh, the food of my country is curry granules, uh, <laughs> biscuits that look like vaginas. <laughs> they do. You should have a look when you're there. What and are they called? They're called uh, Anthony. Are they called Kimberly McCad? Kimberly's. I keep putting in Macado, and I'm wrong. I know I'm wrong. So it's Kimberly. Thank you, Anthony. There's the other Irish person there. Uh, and he's my cousin. <laughs> That's the most Irish thing ever. Uh, <laughs> Aren't all no. Irish people your cousin in a way? Yeah, yeah, that's it. <laughs> it makes it more fun. So, <laughs> yeah, so that's how I'm diverse. I'm from another country. But uh -huh. I was born here. Oh, you were born here, but raised in Ireland. Yes, and I got my sweet Irish passport now. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so Don't jealous. rub it in. Um, I will kiss Jessica Vostokie and marry you. <laughs> who, who, who That's are you going to kill with? And push you, you off the cliff. Carry on. <laughs> and you're called Alicica. We spent a lot of time thinking of that. Because of That's Alison and Jessica pushed together. No, it's actually the frush ointment that we both use. <laughs> Something in common. I'm so glad I asked. Kima Bob, you're playing for the same page. How are you, diverse? I like to kiss girls and boys. Ooh. <laughs> I'm not neurotypical and barely awake. <laughs> and you just... are also from another country? Yeah, I'm uh, American, but I'm kind of ashamed. <laughs> I don't think you need to be. I don't think. Queer African American neurodivergent yeah. women are the problem. I know. <laughs> I think the reason you're living here is that you're not the problem. You've come to somewhere else. Safety. <laughs> well, relative. We've still got Brexit. Now, um, Tezilius. Hello. How are you, diverse? I am a Pakistani background and Muslim, which is very popular these days. Um, and I've also done Jessica Foster Q's podcast but was not offered any sort of a kiss. Wow. <laughs> also, can I just say for the record, because Kima sort of really clarified it, like really laid it out, like I like kissing girls and boys. Yeah. Just for the benefit of my long-term male partner, can I, just, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. can, I, can I just put it out there that I don't like, I don't like kissing girl. boys either? <laughs> that relationship Which makes it even more offensive I didn't offer Tez a yeah. kiss. You are in a heterosexual relationship <laughs> <laughs> with a man. What I'm trying and to you say are... politely is I'm bored of that. <laughs> it sounds like it's just a phase anyway. Yeah. Why are you called same page? It's like, yeah, we're just there, man. Good, glad I asked. Um, <laughs> okay, that's what he called that. In page. 
Pedant's Corner, the king of sass, putting the Vera into veracity, please welcome Ned Sedgwick. <laughs> Ned, have you had any global experiences this week? Well, in Ethiopia, coffee is a big part of their culture. It's chatting to an Ethiopian, and they have popcorn with their coffee. They have, like, popcorn, like cinema popcorn with coffee. What, just in the morning? No, it's like a big thing. They all get together, have some coffee and have some popcorn. It's like a ceremony. Mm. I just love that idea. Well, we'll watch out for the coffee-popcorn combination. Our resident musician, Mark Hodge, has taken a break. And so this week on Global Pillage, the wonderful Samuel Wolfe will take a song from some far-flung folk and turn it into something just for us. Over to you, Samo! Earlier this year, two of my best friends got married and uh, moved to the most aggressive country, Canada. Um, Yeah, we're on aggression today, apparently. Um, So this is a farewell song uh, from Canada called Farewell to Nova Scotia. It goes like this. Farewell to Nova Scotia, the sea-bound coast. Let your mountains dark and dreary be. For when I am far away on the briny ocean tossed, will you ever heave a sigh and a wish for me? So uh, I'd like you guys to do Tell us Ned, oh tell us Ned, oh tell us What's the score? First up is our themed round Apologies if you find this episode's theme a bit unedifying The title of this week's theme is Tough to Digest Let me break it down for you (laughs) All the teams get a chance to answer But you get more points if you buzz in first with the correct answer The hive mind gets a chance to answer After both teams of comedians have answered Fingers on buzzers What did two brothers present as the cure To the great American stomachache in 1895? Coca-Cola well, could have been. Oh, sorry. I, was, I know you're supposed to be funny, but I just genuinely knew the answer there. I feel, is that the answer? Is that? It's is not, it the answer? It'll be the only way the audience won't win. Is it, oh, is it one of us not plays like that? I'm yes. just very competitive. <laughs> I can't say if it's the answer because everyone has to get a chance to answer before we hear the answer. Okay. So, oh, but, but yeah, yeah, you're same in. page. Uh, Diet Coke. That was, I don't know, that was kind of, I don't know where I got that. Stomach ache, less came, sugar. It kind of came to me. Are you sticking with that answer? Two brothers, it's 1895, there's a great American stomach ache going around. And what can we invent to cure it? Diet Coke is your answer. Mm. Or guns. <laughs> <laughs> As an American, I approve this message. <laughs> You're the only American here, so you might have a chance of knowing this, Kima. Uh, b- baking soda? You weren't alive in 1895, that's I wasn't. clear. Uh, so we've got some answers from the teams now. Hive Mind, what did two American brothers present as the cure to the great American stomachache in 1895? Pepsi Max. <laughs> <laughs> we've got Pepsi and Pepsi Max. <laughs> Uh, we've got Dr. Oscar. That is just silly. That's an actual doctor. This is amazing. Maybe um, it is. Anyone got anything that isn't a fizzy drink, just out of interest? Milk with magnesia. That is a drink. Uh, still <laughs> not fizzy. Shouldn't Rest be fizzy. Oh, no, it's not fizzy. Uh, yes, you, don't, you don't go into the shop and you're like, yeah, I'll get a pack of McCoys and some milk of magnesia. <laughs> Speak we'll take some shots. <laughs> anything else? Liquid cocaine. <laughs> what? 
Yeah, that's available. Shout out to Tesco Metro. Um, okay, so uh, if you think it's Pepsi, buzz now. Pepsi Max, buzz now. Dr. Pepper, buzz now. There's no buzzing from the teams. You'll skew the sample buzzing into the microphone. Uh, milk of magnesia, buzz now. Or liquid cocaine, buzz now. <laughs> Only the person on it buzzed for that. Um, in fact, it was cornflakes. Kellogg's cornflakes. Uh, in your face! In your face! Wow. I just yeah. love the way okay. my entire round went down a completely different <laughs> very narrative path. And like what everyone... soda is it? Yeah. I tried to tip you off, I find I said anything that isn't a drink. Yeah. And you just kept shouting drinks. Even the person who said cocaine turned it into liquid. <laughs> Coca-Cola was uh, invented in 1886, not 1895. Oh, um, my God. It was oh, a yeah. Nine Basically, breakfast cereals were invented because Americans used to have oysters, meat, like, much bigger and full English for breakfast. Um, wow. More like a German breakfast yeah. in a hotel. And then when it urbanised, when New York got bigger and stuff, it led to massive stomach cramps with people running to their desks, apparently. And they called that the Great American Stomachache. But oysters um, used to be, a, a, like, a poverty food. Like, uh, they used to put it in Lancashire hot pot and stuff. Used to, everyone used to have oysters. Can I just say, I said I was competitive. I didn't say I was correct. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? Yeah, you, know, well, you did do yeah. quite cleverly, and it was quite a competitive move to go, I know this. Yeah. And then yeah. you threw everyone else from yeah. thinking up an answer that was correct because they went, oh, she's won now. She's got it. She knows it for a fact. So I think that's going to be Alison's special strategy. I know this. Confidence is key, man. Yeah. What did starving Germans refer to as blockade mutton? Stray dogs. Stray dogs? Why? Yep, I don't know. <laughs> They're hungry, I'm talking about mutton. I don't know what blockade is. So I'm going with the mutton bit. Stray dogs, hot dogs, Germany. Okay, all right. So hungry Germans cooked stray dogs. That's not a fact. That's me <laughs> summarising. That's now turned into fake news. I'm so sorry. Uh, is that what you got from what she said? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, but stray oh, dogs, right. but blockade mutton. Starving Germans, I assume it's something they were eating, blockade mutton. Yeah. <laughs> Alisica? Cannibalism? <laughs> no. Is cannibalism going to be answered for every question? Because you did say that for the last one. I thought I might as well say it again as a callback for comedy. <laughs> Does that mean um, we have to snog? <laughs> yeah. Yes, please. Finally. Um, um, oh, I wonder whether the real answer is... Like MDF, but I don't think that would have been invented. <laughs> MDF? What, like wood? Is that a party? Yeah, address? like bits of furniture that you'd had to eat because you got so peckish. That would be the most depressing episode of Changing Rooms I've ever seen. <laughs> Just Carol Smiley going, oh. we're going to feed a family of nine. Also, uh, once when I was, I was meeting my boyfriend's parents, I think only for the second or third time, and it was all really sort of tense and awkward, and I accidentally referred to MDF as MDMA. Oh. <laughs> I thought you were going to say it was so awkward that I ate the arm off the chair. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That that the time, I ate the MDMA will make you eat an arm off the chair. <laughs> OK, hive mind. What did starving Germans refer to as blockade mutton? Rats. Rats. Wow. Said with great authority there. I like that. I like this person. Anything else? Horses. Horses. Mm. Roadkill. Cabbage. <laughs> Cabbage. Uh, 
I mean, it's quite German. Is that it? Great. Okay, give me a buzz if you think it's rats, horses, roadkill, cabbage. Oh, 100%. You got 100% backing for rats. In fact, same page had it. Dog meat. Eaten. <laughs> and that is the end of the game. <laughs> is, that, is that it? Was no. that the big question? We no. got all the points? Yeah. It's, it's the second question. Uh, <laughs> dog meat eaten during various German crises since the time of Frederick the Great. And the name hot dog originally came about as a slight racial slur on German immigrants who had fled, <gasps> brought over the Frankfurter, <gasps> and the Americans who already lived in America said, oh, it's his hot dog. Because oh, of the wow. connotations of Germans eating dogs. Wow. And, yeah. and then Frankfurter yeah. became the mastermind doctor behind the Rocky Horror. Um, yes. And it's <laughs> all back been... to Germany. Yeah. And it feels like, like a... you've got not just points, but bonus points for the hot dog reference. Yeah. And now what you're trying to do is get them removed by, <laughs> by saying ludicrous things about the Rocky Horror Show. Tez, if you're listening at home, is giving Kima the wind-up signal. Um, does she get bonus points for mentioning the hot dog? I feel I should. Yeah, but it wasn't the answer to the question. Well, yeah, well, I, think should be a, yes. I think there should be a bonus point. Yeah, like, okay, one bonus yeah. point. One bonus point. Don't be a hater, yeah. you know. Yeah. What do workers in Russian chemical factories have to drink by law as a safety precaution? Aliska. Cannab- no, um, <laughs> vodka, isn't it? Vodka. Well, I think because if you're going to work in like with really dangerous chemicals, it's best to be munted. <laughs> <laughs> also, have you been to Russia? No. They do drink vodka like it's not vodka. Mm. You'd have a glass like that, but full. Wow, I would be happy there. <laughs> it's my drink, but I have vodka soda with a little dash of cranberry if anyone's That's buying. It's too much cranberry. <laughs> I do, yeah, that is what I say. It's too much cranberry. It's too pink. Yeah, I, it's a dash of cranberry. If you're ordering it for me, this is how you have to order it. Can I have a vodka soda, please? Then they're pouring it. Then you go, put a little dash of cranberry in that, mm. like an afterthought. Because mm-hmm. if you say vodka soda and cranberry, it will be a vodka and cranberry mm. with a splash of soda. And we this don't want that. These aren't your the barman. <laughs> They might be buying me a drink. They might be buying me a drink. Same page. What what was the question? (laughs) What do workers in Russian chemical factories have to drink by law as a safety precaution? Same page. (laughs) State propaganda. (laughs) (laughs) Straight up. I think we nailed it again. Yeah. Okay. Are you happy with that same page? I feel so confident in everything that this man says. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Aliska, any final answers? Are you sticking with vodka? Milk. Okay. <laughs> for calcium? Oh. You Milk for calcium. Yeah, I just think okay. like, if you're messing around with chemicals, you've got to look after your bones. Okay. All right. A hive mind. What do workers in Russian chemical factories have to drink by law as a safety precaution? Coffee. Coffee. That's good, isn't it? Coffee? What was that? Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola. A popular answer today. Eventually. Keep answering. It's got to be the answer to one of these questions. Laxative. Laxative. Iodine. Iodine. Okay. Oh, do you know in Ireland we were given iodine tablets for free? 
Just every house had a packet of iodine tablets. Just for fun. Why? Two of them per household in case the lot over the Irish Sea went a bit mad and there was like nuclear holocaust. And we were like, oh, the iodine tablets will save us. <laughs> what are iodine tablets for? They're, I don't know if they actually work. Do what, they? against nuclear holocaust? Against <laughs> <laughs> Stop you voting for yeah. far dictators. <laughs> We're a blue sky thinking type of country, you know. <laughs> we need ideas. Yeah, but apparently it only lasts for two days. So we'd have to have the nuclear fallout and holocaust to finish within 48 hours <laughs> for us to be unscathed. Okay, hive mind. Is it coffee, Buzz now? Coca-Cola, Buzz now? Laxatives, Buzz now? Or iodine, Buzz now? In fact, Alicica had it. It's milk. What? <laughs> I knew I was right. I knew. Apparently, it leaches away any hazardous chemicals. Is that true? No, I saw it on a forum and then checked it out, and it's true, and I couldn't find any reason why. There is this theory that, and I think the closest I came to an explanation is Stalin had some quack doctors who told him all this stuff, which was complete nonsense. And this is one of the things which has lasted. It's one of these old-fashioned things which has just remained. So it's a bit like, like, like drinking milk at all, yeah. anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so like... it's a bit like, don't go swimming after you've eaten. We yes. all obey that, even mm. though there's no evidence to suggest there's anything to it. What? So it's just... No. Yeah, it's rubbish. You can have a hot dog, a glass of milk, and a can of Coca-Cola and jump straight in the ocean. Nothing bad will happen. I have wasted so much of my life. <laughs> <laughs> uh, presumably there's a vegan alternative. I don't think they have vegans. We're going to get so many tweets. I, I don't I, think I, I'm a Russian vegan, and I, so I, is I mean, you one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's the end of the round. All the points are quickly rising, but really, what's it for? Tell us, Ned, oh, tell us, Ned, oh, tell us, what's the score? In third place, it's a hive mind. A <laughs> bunch of thickos. <laughs> it's like an inclusive podcast. Oh, Please sorry. don't shout bunch of thickos. <laughs> That's the whole point of the podcast, is inclusive. Oh, I didn't get the... I didn't, <laughs> <laughs> no, you, I didn't, I didn't read the email. I didn't read <laughs> the email. It's more true than I didn't get the memo. <laughs> <laughs> Alyssa Carew in second place with ten points. And same page are in first place with what? eleven points. Yeah! Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. The next round is everyone's favourite round. Idiots! The teams have to work out the meaning of a foreign phrase which we have translated literally into English. Translate fingers on buzzers literally into French, for example, and it means, if you're that brave, prove it and stroke that bee. It doesn't, but now you get the gist. (laughs) Teams, fingers on buzzers! In Denmark, they say, you have a stick in your ear. What does that mean? Same page. You're not listening. Aliska. You're not using cotton buds correctly? (laughs) (laughs) Aliska. You've died. (laughs) You've died. Yeah, it's gone right in. What's right through the other side? Oh, man. Okay, yeah. (laughs) Same page. Is it like they're equivalent of you've got a stick up your ass? Oh, yeah. Chill out, bro. You got a stick in your ear. <laughs> it's a more polite Scandinavian way of saying you've got to stick yeah. up your ass. Okay, it's kind all right. Of wonderful that the Danish treat ears like arses. And they'd be like, check out the ear on that guy. <laughs> now watch me shit out of this. <laughs> I don't know whether you're. That just sounds fine. Yeah, then, I don't know. Can I take you in the ear? <laughs> Thank you. Only on birthdays. (laughs) It's someone's birthday. (laughs) You have a stick in your ear, hive mind. What does it mean? Earache. Earache? Sanctimonious. You're sanctimonious. Wow. Feels like someone just wanted to say sanctimonious. (laughs) Good word, good vocab, liking it. Uh, earworm. Oh, nice. Can't get out of your head. Okay. Listen, I wish I said that. Mm. Yeah. All right. Hive mind. Buzz if you think it's an earache. Buzz if you think sanctimonious. Buzz if you think earworm. Can't get a song out of your head. They've all gone for that. But in fact, what you can't get out of your head now is that it means you're drunk. Wow. Ned, why does it mean that? Stupid. Because you're like walking around like you've got a sick in your ear. Mm. You know what I mean? <laughs> I was, well, why is my head moving side to side? For those at home, I'm doing a fucking good impression of a drum. <laughs> really good. Like Stevie Wonderbugs. <laughs> <laughs> You're walking around like, quite confident, like that's the way someone would be like, hey, I, I've injured myself, you know, <laughs> walking with a swag. A <sighs> little bit of swagger. In Hungary, they say, you were behind God's back. Aliska, you have just smelt the most powerful fart <laughs> possible. In the universe. <laughs> I can't do scatology, so I can make no riffs on that. Same page? Um, you Bible basher. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. sanctimonious. Yeah. Sanctimonious. Okay. Sure. Uh, uh, Aliska? Come in. <laughs> <laughs> Once we 
you buzzed in for first. <laughs> you don't need to keep buzzing, but oh. I like that you're doing that. It's quite enjoyable, Aliska. Um, does it mean you got away with it? Oh, you're behind God's mm. back, so God didn't yeah. see. Yeah. Mm. He doesn't have a rear view mirror. Or he she. or she was too busy farting to notice <laughs> that you <laughs> were sinning. Just behind her back. Yeah, mm. Good. Or their back. I believe God is non-binary, because if mm. we are made in their image, mm. surely God has to be both male and female and neither. Whoa. Thank you for mm. listening to my TED talk. <laughs> <laughs> Alisica, anything else? You should probably else? tweet that. It's pretty deep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've already done it. Yes. <laughs> I tweeted it under the table. <laughs> All right. So no one can see you sinning. Are you backing your teammate on that, Alison? I am, yeah. I just, you know that thing where there's two footprints in the sand and you go to God, well, God, why weren't you with me on this journey? And then God said, I was carrying you. But what if God was giving you a piggyback? <laughs> oh, so God's piggybacking you. Yeah. Oh, I would love a you... piggyback off God. You, <laughs> you were behind God's back, so he was carrying you through your troubles. Yeah. Ah, yeah okay. Exactly. Does it mean maybe like... There's no hope for you. There's no saving you. That sort of thing. Ooh, like you wow. can, yeah, like you're condemned. Yeah. Condemned yeah. forever yeah. behind God's Sometimes. back. Yeah. Like God is omnipresent except His back. Like I see, oh, His head can't yeah. turn the full way around. So that He's like the final boss. That's how you get God. You jump on His back. I would think God would have more of an owl-like neck, so they could see everything. I'm a non-binary owl. I'm finding this... I'm finding just... <laughs> God, God is a non-binary owl. That's I'm, it. I'm, I'm finding this portion of the show very triggering. <laughs> I think Deborah's creating her own cult yeah. there. Like... All right, high find. If you were in Hungary and someone said you were behind God's back, what would they mean? You're ugly? That was an answer, not a heckle. Thank you. <laughs> You're ugly, okay, so God can't look at you because you're ugly behind God's back. You've lost your faith. Ooh. I thought he said you've lost weight. (laughs) (laughs) Where did you go? (laughs) Ugly, lost faith, anything else I've mind? God is leading you. God is leading you, so it's the opposite of lost faith. Covering your bases now, I've mind. (laughs) Anything else? You're not sanctified. You're not sanctimonious. Are you the same person who said sanctimonious? Is that the only word you know? It's a good one. It's a good one. All right. If you think it's your ugly buzz now, if you think you've lost faith buzz now, if you think God is leading you buzz now, not literally, but yeah. and if you think if you think it means you're not sanctimonious buzz now. Um, <laughs> In fact, nobody had it. It means you were very far away. Um, so, Ned, please explain. Yeah, it's like back and beyond. Like, Is it like if you're sitting in the gods at yeah. the theatre? Uh, it's like, where have you been? It's like, ah, oh, it's behind God's back. Or you've been behind God's back for so long, I've not seen you in ages. Oh, yeah. so you're like living out in the country somewhere yeah, rural. Yeah, like you're so far away. That but you're fuck like, nowhere. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it is to, use an, to use an equivalent and charming English idiot. <laughs> it's such a poetical language, English, isn't it? In Hungary, you were behind God's back. And in England, you're in but fuck no. In Spain, they say your rice is going to overcook. Mm. What does that mean? Your rice is going to overcook. Uh, calm, calm down. <laughs> You're too, you're too steamy, you're on the fire. 
And if you keep going the way you're going, you're going to burn that rice. Your rice is going to overcook. You need to simmer down now. <laughs> Your rice is going to overcook. <laughs> okay, all right. Tess, are you on the same page? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also... <laughs> <laughs> it means that as well. And yeah, also what it yeah. means is... I forgot. I forgot. I had something, but I forgot. I'll think of it after their answer. Okay, all right. Well, Alisica, can you read Tess's mind and guess his answer that he's forgotten? No. <laughs> what? Have, you got, have you got anything of your own? I do. I think this is just... Uh, I'm pulling this out of my hole, um, <laughs> which is an Irish idiom. <laughs> so I think it might be you need to be more attentive, you need to pay more attention, or your rice is going to overcook. You know, if you're giving your friend advice about his wife leaving him, and you're like, you know, your rice is going to overcook your wife is going to leave you uh, <laughs> unless you contact yeah. her in the next few weeks. <laughs> weeks? That's what I think it is. In the next weeks. few weeks? Where's your wife Very now? Specific. She's behind God's back. <laughs> I'm down with that. You're down with that. Okay. Pay attention, otherwise your wife's going to leave. You're letting yourself go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yourself down. I think I remembered what, my, okay. what, what, Same page, what the yes. attentive uh, meaning is, I think is when you've overprepared something. Mm. Ah. Mm. So it's the opposite mm. of you paid no attention. Yeah, like you revised too hard for that test. Oh. Oh, your rice is going to oh. overcook. You're oh. going to achieve too much. <laughs> <laughs> is that something your parents said to you? You've revised too hard, Tess? No, that was never. <laughs> <laughs> I think in my culture there's no such thing as revising too hard. <laughs> but in Spain maybe there is. Let's ask the hive mind. In Spain your rice is going to overcook. What does it mean? You're running out of time. Stop procrastinating. Stop procrastinating. You're yeah. on the wrong track. Uh, you're on the wrong track. Uh, sticky situation. Sticky situation. All right. Or if you think it's running out of time, buzz now. Stop procrastinating, buzz now. Wrong track, buzz now. Sticky situation, buzz now. In fact, it means your biological clock is ticking. Oh, I think they got that. Wow! What? Yeah. I just want to yeah. say we had an unofficial. You said meeting. you're running out of time. And I, wow. I knew, I could tell. <laughs> she knew, I could tell she knew the answer. And was this, like, Sorry, she, are you actually Spanish? Argentinian. Argentinian, yeah, no, yeah. sorry. That's the same. So, it's not the same. <laughs> it's not the same. I could tell from her intonation that. <laughs> you know, I'm not generous with people. You're with not press. generous. I'm famously hated by hive minds. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then I don't give them any points, and it just makes it worse and worse. Okay, so, so, yeah. But it means your biological clock is ticking, yeah. and it's the end of the round! <laughs> Are the points up in the mountains or on the ocean floor? Tell us dead, or tell us dead, or tell us what's the score? Two teams are tied in second place, and that is Aliska and the Hive Mind with 10 points apiece. And the same page is still ahead with that bonus point, 11 points. The next round is the team's round. In this round, a member of each team has come prepared with a question based on their cultural family background. So one of our guests might have a household annual, John Ham Week, uh, where <laughs> they all watch Mad Men and lick posters of John Ham <laughs> and temporarily rename their pet John Ham. Or, or actually, maybe that's just me. Now, so same page. Do you have a question from your background for Alisica? Uh, yeah, sure. We have a Punjabi idiom. 
You need to put the milk from a lioness in a pot of gold. Hmm. What does that mean? Yeah, think about that. Hmm. Sounds like you've made that up, Tiz. No. <laughs> Is that I real? I mean, Google might have, but... Um, <laughs> no, no, it's a thing. It's a I think thing. it means treat your female partner yes. to lots of very extravagant mm. accommodations mm. and uh, clothes and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty it's woman, your lady. Thing. Take her yeah. shopping. Mm. And yeah. big mistake, huge. And your house better be fit. <laughs> I'd like to know how you would go about milking a lioness <laughs> when they have claws. I mean, it's quite easy with cows. They're docile and they only have hooves. So, you know, you can get in and milk them, but I would like to know the process. I would, I would you would like even... to know and I would like to watch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I wouldn't even milk my domestic cat were she having kittens be very she'd be terrifying she'd scratch I'm, and... I'm so glad you don't want to do that <laughs> but it will make a great episode of hoovering if we ever oh, do decide <laughs> I mean it wouldn't be the most vegan episode of hoovering <laughs> domestic cat milk yeah. but they're so small it would be just like squeezing a spot really <laughs> Shame to I waste it a, on a podcast a that needs to be YouTube. Story, do you, John? Let's hear it. Thought, <laughs> thought he was milking his cat and he was wanking it. Oh, <laughs> it was a boy. This is a charming tea time show. <laughs> it was a boy. Oh, uh, no. All right. So, Are any of those is the answer, Tess? Tess, is the answer you've got to treat your female partner with lots of luxury? I think you can use it in that context. It means extraordinary care is needed for unique things. Yeah. Do you think they got that right then? Ish. Ish. So do they get half points now? They get half points. Half points. Five points. Yeah. Yeah. Five points. Well done, same page. Good question. And well done, Alisica, for getting a sort of right answer. Alisica, do you have a question for the hive mind? What especially brilliant thing did Ireland do with a potato first? And you can't say the famine. <laughs> No one would say that. No one Only would say I that. can. No. no one would say that. Now, uh, Hive Mind, what did Ireland do with the potato before anyone else? A brilliant thing. Smoked it. Cooked it. Smoked it. Smoked it. Uh, I was going to say potato bung. <laughs> Smoked it. What was that? Conduct electricity. No. Tez has said no to that even though he's not Irish he doesn't know uh, chips chips decent use it as a weapon <laughs> weapon that's right. said from experience there from an Irish man but sanctimoniously <laughs> that, that Mr Sanctimonious has, has given us another answer weapon famously potato print okay okay is it one of those no, none of those is correct. Therefore, you have one more go. Starch clothes. What was that? Starch your clothes. Is that correct? No. Okay, what is it? Can I guess? Do you want to guess? Yeah. I think it was the original doll. Like, you got little things and poked into the side of it. And then the original it to, potato head. Yeah, Mr. babies, potato. yeah. And you gave them as a doll. Potato I'm doll. so sorry. Well, I thought you said original doll. And I was like, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> so we didn't invent the potato crisp. That was invented in America. But what uh, I know, but what we did do is we invented cheese and onion flavoring, and it was the first ever flavor that wasn't uh, ready salted. So you can thank us. 
uh, for a you. lot of stuff. But <laughs> the but cheese for, and onion crisp. Yeah, yeah. So oh. essentially, the process of flavouring crisp. It's my least yeah. favourite crisp. I'm sorry, Anna. Yeah, no, that's right. No, that's right. That's correct. Yeah, but you wouldn't have all the other. Ten points. Ten it. points to Deborah. That, yeah. that <laughs> okay, Hive Mind. Do you have a question for same page? Tom R from France has a question. With a really intimidating turtleneck. <laughs> Is there any other kind of turtleneck? No, bro. <laughs> An actual turtle's neck isn't very intimidating. <laughs> yeah, it's very soft. It's exposed. Okay, Tom, I would so, like to give his question. In France, we can say about somebody that uh, they fart higher than their ass. Mm. <laughs> okay, I think that means like you're living outside your means. Uh, uh. Living outside your means? Yeah. Too big for your britches. Too big so for your britches? Yeah, too idiom with, for, with another yeah. idiom. Yeah, so yeah. stuck up. We're going yes. to stuck up. Yay! Yay! Okay, and it's the end of the round. <laughs> tell us which team points are awesome and which team points are poor. Tell us, Ned, oh, tell us, Ned, oh, tell us, what's the score? In third place, it's a hive mind with 10 oh. points. <laughs> in second place is Aliska with 20 points, and in first place is the same page with 21 with points. With 21 points. Thank you. <laughs> Hello, I'm Tom Solinsky, and I'm the producer of the Guilty Feminist and Global Pillage podcasts. I'm also one of the hosts of the new podcast, Best Pick, along with John Dorney and Jessica Regan. We have taken all the movies that have won Best Picture at the Academy Awards, and we are going through them one by one, but in a random order, determined by picking them out of a hat at random. So on each episode, you'll hear fascinating facts about what was happening at that year's Oscars, how that movie got made, and what else was happening in movies that year. Then the three of us will watch the film, then we'll share our thoughts with you. And at the end of the episode, we pick out the film we're going to watch next time. We're about 25 films in so far, about 65 to go. So please join us. Go to bestpickpod.com or just look for Best Pick wherever you get your podcasts. That's the Best Pick Movie Podcast with Tom Selinski, Jessica Regan and John Dorney. round is the smash the patriarchy round this is the round in which we ask a question about a time where good triumphed over bad if you think that sounds overly simplistic and subjective because surely one woman's good is another woman's bad and we'd all be better off engaging in informed debate get out you're ruining the round we don't need you for balance fuck off Steve Bannon and Katie Hopkins and all of you. <laughs> There's only one question in this round, but it is worth double points. So if you're the losing team, this is your chance to start a magnificent comeback. And I mean magnificent. Think Kate Bush or Harold Bishop. <laughs> <laughs> Why was the Sears catalogue so revolutionary in America when it first came out? <laughs> One as well, the name is very revolutionary. Sears, you could see it for the first time. That was mm. revolutionary. That was great stuff. Before people were struggling yeah, with they were seeing. Just, they were kind of just like... It was yeah, like a, and they weren't seers. Yeah, they, were like, they were like just like a, like a thing. In yeah. It. Uh, you just feel it. Uh, and also, it was one that was delivered to people's homes, and so they could mm. order from their home for the first time. A bit like what the Avon catalogue was in this country, which mm. we all know. The first ever mail-order catalogue you know from home. You know what I mean? Amazon pre-Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> no right. basis. How does that smash the patriarchy? Uh, because it allowed. Oh, I missed that uh, bit of the. <laughs> it it allowed women to. 
buy stuff f- from home. Yes. Okay, so it was a women thing that women who couldn't get out of the house perhaps could... Yeah, and they're them. like, look at all of this stuff, and I don't have to worry about a salesman pulling the wool over my lady eyes. Mm. Okay. Yeah, uh, lady yeah, eyes is the answer there. Yeah. Uh, okay. Alistica? People of colour as models in it. People of colour as yeah. models in it. Mm. Okay. All right. Yeah. At first I was going, it's revolutionary because it had like ladies in bras delivered to homes. So, <laughs> you know, it's like, it's like the internet before the internet happened. Ah, so it was wow. a sneaky sort of very soft porn. Yeah, mm. things that 13-year-old little lads could like scuttle away with. Yeah, and that would uh, and that smash the patriarchy. Yeah, yeah, straight up. Oh, yeah, <laughs> sorry, smash the patriarchy. Did it yeah. smash your patriarchy? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Okay, high mind. High mind, do you have an answer? Two strong answers there. Do you have anything? I have different sizes. Different sizes. So it was a sort of plus size or small size, all of the sizes. Okay, so sizing was better for people. Anything else? They sold houses, okay. Wow. Okay. So I love you it if there's like a young lad that scuttled away with that to his bedroom. It's like, ooh, property. <laughs> That'll be what millennials are having to wank over now. <laughs> to be fair, prime location and Zoopla are very much my porn sites of choice. I'm not joking. Late night, I can't sleep. I think, oh, look at a house I can't buy. Yeah, but do yourself a favour. Pick up a copy of Country and Home because the house is in there. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> There's some Oxfordshire bonds for like 10 mil. I, you're like, oh, God. I don't really want to be recommended porn by you, Ned. <laughs> that should be... We've not known each other really. a long time, I yeah. feel like. Yeah. Oh. I used to be Ned's nanny. And... Uh, <laughs> All right, so if you think it's size, shut size. If you think it's house, shut house. One, two, three. Size. Size apparently doesn't matter because it's not the right answer. It gave African-American shoppers unprecedented access to a marketplace where they'd previously been denied access. Holy shit. Yeah. Obviously, it was huge in the South, and in the South, shopping was a fairly terrible experience for African-Americans, and it meant that people could kind of shop in safety at home. To the extent where where white Americans in the South spread rumours that J.H. Sears was black himself to kind of make there be a boycott of his products. And we used to burn the catalogues and refuse to sell the catalogues, but it didn't matter. They sold massively and it revolutionised shopping in South America. Yeah. 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 I don't think you did get it right. I'll round up your one point four points up because yeah. I think you need it. <laughs> wow. you, why do you think you were right, Tess? Because you said... Because we said uh, people could shop Yeah, if you like, you shop Yeah, you did say people could shop Yeah, but it was, it was specifically people I would say Kima is an African-American woman and she guilt said... Point. Wait, so, guilt points! Wait, guilt points! I'm not giving white guilt points. <laughs> this game, no fair. What is the point of this no podcast fair. then? <laughs> What are you here for, Ned? <laughs> 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 no, I just meant because Kima and 
African-American woman said so people could shop at home, yes. she might have meant... Yeah, it meant... I feel like we got the answer right, though. <sighs> OK, the final round is our quick fire round! The final round is our quick fire round. tiebreaker, I'll remember it. OK. The final round is our quick fire round. Hive mind, if you know the answer, shout buzz and then shout the answer as loudly as you can. And really okay. shout because you, really you're shout. quite far yeah. behind. You're behind God's back. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Ready? Which Oscar-winning film was given the Arabic title Fire Trucks? God with the wind. No. <laughs> Good answer, but no. Backdraft. No. No, chariots of fire. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If okay. you were in Hungary, where might you come across the words "This nation has suffered for all sins of the past and of the future"? No. A post office. No. <laughs> the national anthem. It's quite a severe national anthem, isn't it? Why precisely would a practicing Jewish person not be able to eat a rabbit? Oh, yeah, because it oh. supports labour. <laughs> no. What is unusual about the dog that is Mexico's national animal? <laughs> it's only got one eye. Only got one eye? Uh, maybe that's just because it's standing on the side. It's smoking. <laughs> smoking. Yeah. Any high fives? It has no hair. It has no hair, is correct. High fives. Wow. They're all now. People coming in, no one's stuck. <laughs> <laughs> what country is the biggest gin exporter in the world? Ooh. Buzz. Holland. Buzz yeah, Holland is goodness. incorrect. Buzz UK. Buzz UK is correct, I find. Oh, half points because it was it, second round. It exports 71% of the world's gin. Wow. I feel like we should be keeping more here, given Brexit. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to need it. What country is the biggest horse exporter in the world? Saudi Arabia. No. No. Argentina. It again is the UK. What? Which country? Light horses, yeah. Yeah, they go out on the same trucks as the gin. (laughs) (laughs) Which country has the highest coffee consumption per capita? Colombia. Colombia, no. South Korea? No. Italy. No, you ne- you've, ne- no. You've, ne- yeah. you've nearly named all the countries now. And yet you have not named Finland. Finland. Wow. No one was going to name Finland. No. <laughs> a man stands on a street in Minsk and cries. A police officer approaches him and asks, why are you crying? I want to live in Belarus, says the man. You do live in it, says the police officer. What does the man reply? <laughs> no, Buzz Ray is not correct. But this sucks. But this sucks? No. Your mum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not your mum, no. Yeah. <laughs> Edit, one more go. Buzz, and then I got off the bus. Buzz, and then I got off the bus. It's incorrect. It's, no, I want to live in the Belarus on state TV. Like wow. featured, the one that we told really? we live yeah. in. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> None of us live in Belarus, clearly. Okay, all right, so we're out of time, and it's the end of the show. find out who was what. Tell us, dead or tell us, dead or tell us, what's the score? There are five points separating all three teams, and five points is half a question or one speed round question. In third place, 
it's Alessica. No! <laughs> with 20 points. Sorry. In second place, I'm afraid it's a hive mind oh. with 22.5 points. <laughs> and in first place... It breaks my heart. Oh, wait a minute. No, I got something wrong. Wait, no, no! No! no. no. You did win, you did win. Hive mind, you came in a very strong second, and you were one Belarusian joke away from the win, um, as so often in life. So it's John Ham sandwiches to our winners, but a bee sting to our losers that serves you right for fingering it. <laughs> and I'll leave you on this thought from Ukraine: work is not a wolf; it doesn't run into the woods. It means don't stress; you can always come back to work later. So we might be back next week. We might not. It depends if we can be asked. <laughs> Please give it up for Jessica Foster Q. Yeah. Alison Spittle. Ted Lillias. Keep up on. Let's have Cricket Pets Call. Sam O'Kane. Keep up on. I'll be there for the rest of my show now. You have been listening to Global Pets. Alison Spittle, sorry, I'm a bit jet lagged, but that will not impact the quality of your experience. <laughs> it just means occasionally I'll be sort of verbally dyslexic. Um, that's my diversity. <laughs> j- j- d- verbal dyslexia due to jet lag. If anyone else here has got it, I'll, I'll be amazed. First world diversity of ever. <laughs> yeah, guys, I'm pretty diverse. I'm just throwing back from LA. Oh. <laughs> Some of the words are coming out wrong. <laughs> Probably because I've been hanging out with some big names, and you know. If you're listening at home, that's Ned Sedgwick on sarcasm. <laughs> Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.